0: I pull out my phone.
1: Pull out my phone. <laughs> I see Coach. Uh, literally after playing grab ass uh, with a woman hey. that doesn't look like his wife, I'm gonna have a what's, few
0: questions. What's the clip song? Grinding.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: now listening to the Duo Sports & Stuff Podcast. Here are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. Episode 63 of the Duo Sports & Stuff Podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, joined by my brother, my ace, my best friend, Dane Beasley. Dane, how are you doing, my guy?
1: Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, As good as things can go. Let me tell you something, man. I'm pissed off. What happened, bro? They disrespected me. So in this college football uh, franchise, or not franchise, dynasty that I have, they're disrespecting my quarterback. Now, they stole a Heisman from me two seasons ago. Hawaii did. No disrespect to Hawaii, but there's no way their strength of schedule was stronger than mine's, and there's no way they outperformed my guy. But this year, freaking no disrespect to the Oklahoma Sooners. I know you got a, a few Heisman winners there, but they tried to steal a Heisman from me. So I had to restart that mug like three times until they finally gave me the, the Heisman, but it's just – I got the you know strongest strength of schedule. You know I'm, I'm playing dogs. Every single one of my games winning rent. by
0: like a hundred.
1: Yeah, winning by a hundred and phenomenal athletes, but somehow I don't get the odds and I lose. You know in second place. So that's my that was my gripe. That's my that's my that was my, my grack. So. I'm good now. I, it, yeah, you got, got straightened out. I restarted that mug like five times, but we good.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you were able to, you know, pick up the phone and talk to the uh, Heisman committee. Kind of, you know, hey man, what oh, yeah. y'all boys doing over there?
1: Oh yeah, I slid them a few gift cards to the Ohio <laughs> State of uh, Ohio State Buckeyes uh, little fan shop. Slid them a few yeah. gift cards. Like, spend that. Uh, spend that wisely. So yeah. everything's straightened out. Shouldn't happen again. It better not happen again. So better not happen it again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, glad to hear it, my guy, and uh, appreciate the listeners and viewers tuning in for another episode of The Duo. Um, before we get started, I want to let you know, of course, you can give us a five-star review and rating on Apple, and then check us out on Spotify as well and all the digital streaming platforms as well as YouTube. Uh, dang, we, got a, we had a lot of news, like NFL storylines that occurred this week. Going into tonight's Thursday night, going into uh, week five of the NFL season. Um, man, let's just, let's talk. I, I think this is the topic of discussion throughout the entire week or the headline that grabbed the most
1: traction. Grab, you say? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Very grinded. Cool, some words oh. There.
0: <laughs> <laughs> grinded some gears, should I say? Um, what's crazy, man, like, so- the team that does not have a win, one of the teams that does not have a win is grabbing the most headlines this weekend. Um pun intended. the guy of your uh oh Ohio State coach Urban hey, Meyer with the claim, Jaguars. We don't claim him.
1: <laughs> we don't claim that dude. After the first like, no, nah, shouldn't have claimed him after the first time he stepped out on the team, but after the second time he should have definitely nah, we don't claim that dude. Yeah. Listen. Like
0: I put in our uh pod notes, I literally put uh Urban Meyer a wild boy, man. Daniel, what's what's wild. going on with this dude, bro?
1: I don't know. Um, Okay. Anyone's listening to this podcast. Let's say you were part of, in some way, shape, or fashion, you were part of a team, whether that's sports, playing cards. uh, There's no teams in Monopoly. uh, Pick up basketball, tennis, uh, skateboarding, um, bowling. At some point in time, you're on a team, Right. So let's picture this: How the heck would you feel if the person is leading the charge, the person you look up to, the, the not the idol, the, the, the leader of the team, after y'all just got beat? I ain't say spanked because they put up a decent fight. After y'all just got beat after a game, how would you feel if the rest of the team, you know, just said, "Hey guys, let's go," you know, let's all get in the car and let's ride back home? What, what about the coach says, "You know what, guys"? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick around here.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna hang
1: out and hang out chill. with my grandkids. I'm gonna <laughs> hang out with my grandkids. All right, you say, okay, cool. No, like yeah, first,
0: first things you're like, all right, coach, you it's your yeah. family. You know, you you can't knock the family.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we getting on the bus, we're going back home, and uh I pull out my phone. Pull out my phone. And I see Coach. Uh literally after playing grab ass uh, with a woman hey. that doesn't look like his wife, I'm gonna have a few questions.
0: What's the clip song? Grinding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Look, my like my first reaction to it, I was like, wait, that can't be Urban Meyer. Like, there's no way he's that dumb. And then just seeing the alternate angles, like, yeah, that's definitely him. And then seeing pictures of like him, like he was dude was faded, like he was out of there. But right, it's uh, like uh, it's a what, bad look, man. When, when, <laughs> right, definitely <laughs> a
0: bad look. And like a guy like Urban Meyer, we know name. His name has come up already in a bunch of college vacancies, <laughs> very controversial, and, and the uh, the college vacancies that have coming up as far as USC, yeah. you know, the big names like that. And then, like, events like this happen, and previously, I think he had mentioned uh, I think last week, I don't know how much of a how how much of the truth this is, but Mm -hmm. he was, like, having his migraine episodes again, which I'm not knocking the man for his health, so-called health situations, but at this point, like, we're four weeks into the season, at 0-4 now, and Mm -hmm. This situation happened. I'm like, man, is his homeboy trying to get fired on purpose to go he's trying to get fired right, where where he wants to go? Because it seems like the the situations he's putting himself in right now are like not really smart. And um, he had come out yesterday and said uh, that he did not think about resigning, which, you know, you take it out, how, how uh, what a grain of salt or whatever, but. Yeah, Urban Meyer, man, he's he he's constantly uh, in the news, like, in one way or another with most of his stops that he's been at. Um, most people really didn't give him success in the long or short, um, short term in mm-hmm. Jacksonville. And so, like, this is, it's not very surprising, but it's yeah. still, at the same time, like, man, how could you, you know, put your team in a situation like this the organization um like and when the owner the owner came out and he basically treated treated him like a player which is cool like have making him be accountable for whatever happened yeah. um addressing the situation um he said i have addressed the matter with urban specifics of our conversation <laughs> will be held in confidence what i will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. That trust and respect part. Listen, that listen. that part.
1: I don't think you can talk about trust. That's fine. I don't think the dude had any respect to from the from the jump. You got a guy that wasn't. He had a few good years at two separate programs, right? Getting, you know, national championships, a few national championships. That's great. But trying to sell a team of grown men, not teenagers, trying to sell a team of grown men that you're the guy and you can lead them is a pretty hard thing to do when you make the jump that he made, considering his background. Correct. Correct long story short he left two programs in a, a cloud of controversy and then somehow you know ends up with a nice little broadcasting job and then from there it mm-hmm. makes the leap to straight to the pros not to an OC job not to you know uh, assistant scouting of you know part of the front office like he straight to the head coach say what you want about the his ability to somehow fail up time and time after time and time after again but when you're a head coach of a football team that Honestly, doesn't have uh, a pedigree for success aside from that two-year stint that they had in Jacksonville. You better make you better damn sure well that you're doing everything you possibly can to earn the trust or earn the respect of the guys in that locker room. Because if you don't have any to begin with, and then you go and pull something like this, you're really not asking for like you're really not doing yourself any favors. So I'm not in that locker room. I can't tell you what's going on there. But from the outside looking in with a logical sense, like we've seen this far too many times. Yeah. And it just.
0: And just in general, when urban Meyer, like taking it back for a step, like Mm -hmm. when, when urban Meyer was hired going from the college ranks to the NFL, we haven't really seen a lot of success in general college coach college coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Um, your Nick Sabans, the guys like that that you know dominated in the college ranks, you know, trying to transfer that success in the league, in yeah. the big leagues, and it's tough because, Jimmy. like, like yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy did, but <laughs> not since Jimmy. Like, Not
1: everybody's Jimmy.
0: <laughs> like you had mentioned with Urban, his his persona is dealing with kids, like, and when yeah, I mean kids, recruiter. like college, I'm a, right? Yeah, I'm right. the
1: best guy. You can't do that to guys who are multi-millionaires. Like you that's that's not how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. And like, Bro, like that Bro, right. No, you're right. That's what I was saying. Like you can't It's very hard to build that respect factor. Like you have mm-hmm. that respect factor all day in in the college ranks, but it's a different beast, a different, you know, ball game in the NFL and going back to the respect as well, I don't know if you saw the clip today of uh, Trevor Lawrence breaking out the huddle during practice. And it's funny to oh, think no. about now, but well, I don't know if it's a thing that they play. always, they <laughs> broke out on, like, you know, like, all right, Jaguars on three or whatever. They broke out on grind. the grind on three.
1: <laughs> they clowning this man.
0: Bro. And Bro. they laugh, like some players are laughing as they broke. The um, oh man, the thing, he lost the so this is, one, two, the suspicion three. is Run.
1: the suspicion is he's sort of lost the locker room. Essentially, bro. It's,
0: okay, yeah, and you know it's just one clip, right? And you could take, but come you on, could, man, no, no. But I'm That's... saying you could take, you could take it like as okay. It's not that crazy, you know. It's not fracturing the locker room respect factor, or you can go the other way, like you're saying, if they're. Trolling it, clowning it
1: Maybe they're trying to play respect. it off
0: as a thing Like, hey, we good, we can play it off We can laugh it off And we getting back to work But you're 0-4 right now Um, Not much to really joke about, you know
1: Man, say um, I gotta send you that clip This has to be one of them situations If I could compare it to anything If you're, if you're a parent uh, Or if you've babysat kids before You should know um, You're in the process of telling a kid they did something wrong and they shouldn't do it. Or you're in the process somebody call it disciplining, telling them right from wrong. And they sit there and laugh in your face. That's the same. That That's almost synonymous. I mean, what you're explaining to me, it seems like that's what happened. Like he's literally making jokes in this man's face with cameras around. So I don't know what to make of that, but only time would sell uh, with the urban. Cause he's, he's essentially the general manager. He's got general manager power. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. Because we were another ripping on
0: about to... signing Tebow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a...
0: Bruh. Yeah. Does he last the whole season or what? What do you think?
1: I don't know. I would like to see him get a few years just because I want to, you know, the opportunity to see somebody turn that organization around because the fans deserve it. The fans deserve it. There are so many talented players on that team. And they've, we, we saw them get pretty close not too long ago. And this seems like a second opportunity. Not too many teams get that opportunity to not only get to where they got to in terms of the AFC championship and then find their way all the way back to the the number one overall pick. Like, that doesn't happen that often. That was within, what, five years? Mm -hmm. So I hope they, you know, pull it all together. But that is contingent upon some sort of consistency with their coaching. And that has to happen sooner than later, in my opinion.
0: I I personally, I don't think (laughs) I think he lasts the year But I don't Uh think he'll be back next year I think he'll be heading back to college ranks next year Um, Uh Maybe the USC job Maybe another job But I think I saw a tweet That one of the college writers were saying that uh, college ads—they polled like college ads anonymously, mm-hmm. and like seventy-three percent of the Power Five ads said they wouldn't hire Meyer after all the stuff that happened this that happened this weekend. So that's kind of interesting Train, right? to see. Maybe we'll head back to TV. I, I I just think, man, it's I think, um, the the trust and respect is probably out the window with the team, and it's unfortunately for Jaguars fans, it looks like another. Um battle for the top pick. <laughs> um and probably another coaching change, man, but we'll see. Dang. Um other news, man, in the um in NFL transactions had some big Woo. names on the move, Dana. Let's let's talk Woo. let's talk about your boys, man. They 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 looking good <laughs> three and one. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah. balling a yeah. little yeah. bit. They aight, they all yeah. right but a lot of fans, I've seen a lot of cowboys fans on both sides not agreeing with this Jalen Smith move. And if you haven't heard, Jalen Smith was released by the Cowboys this week, picked up by the Packers, Green Bay Packers this morning. Um, Dane, a lot of what I've been seeing on one end, everybody's, uh, the Cowboys fans are hyped that, you know, you guys are three on one. Uh, The defense is playing better than they have with the takeaways. Why get rid of, why shake it up right now? Right. What is your argument
1: to to that? First off. Congratulations to the Cowboys, this callous, callous, this Dallas Cowboys team during the Jason Garrett era and during this Mike McCarthy era. They have never made a decision like this to cut a player midseason. Like this is not something this is not something Cowboy fans are familiar with since like. I hate to say the game, but the Jimmy Johnson era. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't play. It with was a Jimmy a GM, too? Oh, no, Jerry is yeah, yeah, always a GM. Oh, Jerry's always been... Jerry. Jerry has always been... <laughs> uh, Jerry has always been the GM in title. But Jimmy had the same... He had the same powers, similar to what Urban has. Sign his guys... Uh, the power of drafting and, and such like that. Jerry will always say that he signs off on everything, but Jimmy was the brains behind that. Everybody knows that, which is why the Cowboys fell apart a few seasons after he left. Most of his players are still there after he left when he won the Super Bowl uh, after his departure. departure. Um, but yes, Jalen Smith, hell of a story. Uh, hell of a person. Not a great football player. He had a, a one great season um, back in 2018, 19, maybe. I can't remember, it's such a blur. But he has been noticeably bad. And in terms of bad, let me put break it down like this. My man was making business decisions. Essentially, every time a running back was running up to A or B gap, this man would take himself out of the play. You can go, there's tons of clips you can find online. Literally any type of highlight that you see. From a team that's playing the Cowboys, he was probably in that clip. Yeah. Whether it's a passing down or a running down. Mostly, it's very noticeable running. It's real easy for you to hide behind, you know, getting taken out of a play during a run play. Passing play is a different story. But my take on it is I think I'm not in that locker room, so I have no idea what's going on. But they were unable to release him or cut him during the offseason because he was recovering from a wrist surgery. And,
0: and there was a clause in his my, oh, my dad my dad I talked to him about this, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Smith thing. And he's you know, he was he kinda understood he still feels like Jalen Smith isn't hundred percent from didn't he have a knee oh. injury not too long ago? Uh or surgery. He,
1: well, he had the he had the I mean catastrophic knee injury during the fiesta Bowl from in college, college. But he
0: probably still not hundred percent from no, that no, too. Hey, no. here's the yeah. thing though.
1: He had this little brace that he was wearing during his little prime that he had with the Cowboys. And he's, for whatever reason, he stopped wearing it. Mm. And I don't know whether it's because he got paid and he just, you know, I'm, you know, making business decision after business decision, but I don't know what the issue was, but essentially he waited in a particular time, like shortly before physicals were required, they, they allegedly waited for that, that particular time in the off season before he got his surgery, getting the surgery on his wrist, little cleanup, if you will. That would allow him to not be able to pass the physical. He's unable to pass the physical. He was guaranteed his money through that particular calendar year. With that being said, I think there's some sort of deal. Like, hey, we're obviously going to take your snaps away because we have these two guys that we drafted in Michael Parsons and Jabril Cotton, and of course, Lane Vanderesh. And they said well, we're going to see how you perform. If you perform well, you know, you, you, there's still a spot for you here. But if you don't, we're going to have to find and you know a team to trade you to. My guess is after that game versus Carolina, which you go back and watch, a lot of those big plays, he was on the field. And you say if it's coincidence or not, but when you have respons- – it's obvious, it looks like you have a responsibility in a particular gap and you completely take yourself out of the play as a linebacker. Yeah. That, so I don't know what, what happened, but I'm thankful that he gets a fresh start somewhere else because – yeah he was a pro. He would have been a progress stopper because he would have been on the field because of his humongous salary that he was, he was getting from the, from the Cowboys. So shout out to him and his new start. Um, Hopefully he's swiping over there in Green Bay because I was pretty much sick of seeing it in, in in Dallas. So yeah,
0: I think if the Packers can use him like more, where he's not chasing running backs and
1: <laughs> or <laughs> Just covering to, tight ends
0: or yeah, covering it's like running backs. If you keep him, <laughs> the best way is to try to keep him in between the hashes at this point. Um, at least yeah. till we can get or he can get like. I mean, he probably won't ever be 100%, but, like, nope. fully back to somewhat that Something. rookie year where he, he played very well for the, for the Cowboys.
1: And, and that's the thing. I hope that he finds this is a new start for him, but it would be very shady if he just amazingly starts playing well because all <laughs> that means is that he was buying his time with his new contract here. Like You don't think he would want to play hard for y'all to try to win? You get paid. What incentive is there for you to, you know, do something if your brand is already taken off? And like I said, you got money in the bank. Like this is the Dallas Cowboys. He's been used. He's used to being rewarded for poor and piss poor performance during the Jason Garrett era. That was that was pretty much the motto. Yeah, and they finally pulled their boys' cars. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> this ain't your. This ain't your. Uh, this ain't your daddy's. Uh, this ain't your daddy's team no more. Type of deal. So I don't know. Good luck to him. Hope everything works well. But uh it's a it's a new era in the, the Dallas Cowboys defense. So
0: Yeah. Another uh big time move this week. Uh well at first it seemed like he was just getting released. Stefan Gilmore, cornerback from the Patriots. Mm. And when when like that was the first report that came out Wednesday morning
1: was he got released. Yeah. And I'm thinking that deadline though, that four PM it, he got released. On paper, I believe And then the deadline is like 4pm Eastern time well, or whatever That's the
0: part that was so ch- weird to me It was like mm-hmm. he was released, but I'm like, dang This is Stephon Gilmore, I know he's been hurt But like, my, I think that's I tweeted Patriots, Like, why, why did nobody trade For this that's guy? The Patriots. And then later on in the day He did get traded So sure. I don't know what happened I didn't do much research into what happened To where they reported he was released And then he eventually got traded
1: I got you as a person that had some minimal interest in acquiring another uh, elite cornerback to join the Dallas Cowboys (laughs) secondary opposite of Trayvon Diggs, opposite of Trayvon Diggs. I was curious. I was like one. Cause I couldn't remember. I know he shut down Amari Cooper when we played last year. So I was like, you know, let's, let's see what, what, what the hell's up. So I remember the Achilles injury. I understand that. Cornerback at the age of 30. One, I understand that. Then, two, he had a fat contract with the Patriots. And that might have scared off some teams from having to not only absorb whatever that contract was in that final year and to turn around and pay him, give him a new contract at the age of 31, coming off of an Achilles injury. So that might have been, that might have scared a few teams away. My Dallas Cowboys, we don't make moves like that. We. We we bargain being shot. That's that's just what it is. <laughs> and on top I was of that, definitely
0: hoping the Broncos went after him
1: too. He's a man. We didn't really corner. need him, but I mean, yeah, y'all do. He's a man corner. He he excels in man coverage. That's what I man like schemes. about him. So him going to a lot of these teams who play in the zone, operate in the zone that might not be a fit for him, which it wasn't when he was with the Patriots with the scheme that they were switching to or in the process of transitioning to. So. I think that kind of limited where he would be able to trade it to as well, and then you have somebody as desperate as the Panthers, who got beat up and yeah. smacked around by the Cowboys. So it's like well, and and they gotta do something, beat up
0: so. on the scoreboard and on the injury report. They lost J. C. Horn, uh, of course, on the offensive side. They lost uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, it'll be nice when I think is Horn out for the season? Yeah, he gone. He, he okay, might come back. I thought so. A but foot- when he comes back. Yeah, I think like <laughs> fracture or something like that. Him, yeah, and, he broke
1: uh, multiple bones in his foot. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, Sorry,
0: when uh, he and uh, Stefan Gilmore, I mean, that defense, South Carolina, is, I mean,
1: South Carolina, yeah. Alums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay,
0: yeah. So that'd be a nice little uh, quarter, cornerback duo over there. And uh, yeah, man, big moves happening in the NFL so far and uh, big games. Tonight, actually, one big game tonight. Who is it? The Rams against the Niners, the I believe.
1: Seattle Seahawks. Oh, Seattle, Seattle, I know Seattle, know Because I'm starting my boy Russ. Oh um, yeah, you struggling in fantasy? Sidebar: Got my first dub in fantasy football in like Who you three be? years. Talking,
0: so so talking, talk trash.
1: Oh, I don't know. I ain't about to tell you that because I ain't talking trash to nobody because it's still a long <laughs> season to go. All I know is I got a dub. I
0: always start like halfway decent, and then something I think what I, my problem is and I'm not really a big fantasy guy like I I don't oh. really do transactions well like I'm not really hunting on yeah, the, the, the wire active. every
1: Wednesday Use the or research Tuesday. assistant bro that mug helps yeah. and all you got to do listen all you have to do is look at the matchups look at the matchups all you got to do every week after the you know all the NFL games are played it's like Monday or no Tuesday morning Top on YouTube, watch the highlights, what teams got beat up on, and then you find whoever's going to play them next in the schedule. And then you look and see if any of those players are on that schedule for that next game in the free agency. And then you make the moves. That's just a little strategy to help me win one week. It might not work this week, but I got one dub, so (laughs) that's all that matters.
0: If anybody uh, that is listening has some fantasy advice for for me as well, that'd be great. I'm two and two in both my leagues right now. The money league, I'm two and two, and the free league, I'm two and two. I feel oh, pretty good. Two and two.
1: How the Broncos, man? Ah. What's, what's going on I thought I we could get conven- through. I thought it was conveniently cut out of the notes here.
0: I-, I, <laughs> I thought quickly. we could get through that segment without. Okay, here we go. Broncos lost, right? We were undefeated and we lost to the Ravens. Three.
1: Oh, I see where you go. Okay, my bad. 3 and one
0: Oh, man. It was mm. it was a disappointing effort. The, the big game where we, you know, our toughest part of the schedule as of yet, beating those three teams so far that hadn't Mm. won a game yet. So this is our big time, our big chance to kind of show up. And we did not. Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out in the first half. um, And even before then, they were kind of, the Ravens defense was kind of playing really well against uh, what we were trying to do offensively. And defensively, we probably did the best job on Lamar Jackson on the ground, Mm. right? On the ground, his feet. We dared Lamar Jackson to throw the ball against us, and that's what he did. He had his second career 300-yard passing (laughs) game against us. So that should tell you all you need to know about how that game went. We played to his strength, which is him running, and he carved us up through the air. Like, got to do better Um, in the secondary. We're getting some players back from injuries, so that should help in the coming weeks because we got Pittsburgh coming up, which Hmm. that would I should be a dub. (laughs) <laughs> I, it should be, but it's always close with Pittsburgh. Always like low scoring. Always been doing Ben things, even though he's not he. He's mighty washed right now, by the he way. Is but extra
1: super washed right now. Yeah, he's I'm mighty washed. Him. But Shaq in the Cleveland, uh, <laughs> Cleveland, Browns. Cleveland, and I mean, uh, Cleveland, the Boston jersey. Not Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> Boston stick Yeah, it's bad, man. It's Phoenix. Bad.
0: <laughs> he played Ooh. with Phoenix too.
1: The big but, the big Shactus. Um, so my my question for you is, yeah, aside from y'all losing the way that y'all did, uh, how do you feel about the way that the game should have ended? The game ending in a oh, new drafts instead okay. of Okay. Uh, so this is yeah, let me let me wishes. let me
0: talk about that, Dane. Because for the listeners and viewers that don't know, um the Baltimore Ravens have and still have a streak of about 43 games tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers now for 100 yards rushing. And I think when they got the ball in the last drive with like 30 oh, seconds left, you know, they could could have kneeled it to win. I think they needed like five yards. And Lamar Jackson, you know, does a little sweep to the left and falls down and gets to five yards. Whatever he needs, they get the record. Uh, Broncos are pissed. Like the players apparently were pissed about it. Head coach Vic Vangio said that was he called it, you know, all the profanities and he was Bush upset. League, if you will. Yeah, Bush League and all that stuff. He and he was an assistant over in Baltimore yeah, for a there. few years. It was part yeah. of the tree.
1: So just, he ooh. said
0: that's what they he literally said that's what they do over there. That's how they play. And I'm like, man, like me personally, this is my opinion. If you don't like it, stop, stop. it. We were down th- we lost by what, sixteen teams twenty-three to seven, like We've been getting whooped all game. We couldn't stop him through the air. Like, so what, mm-hmm. man? You should be upset more about the final score and the, instead of like the total yards. Like, they're going for a record, which I, I'm not mad at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a historic record, whatever. Right. Um, He's doing it for his team, doing it for his players. That's fine with me. I'm more upset with how the Broncos kind of felt like that was more important. Not, I'm not saying it felt it was more important, but to. <laughs> At the very least, if you were upset with it, just say, like, the most media-like answer, like, no comment, like, whatever. Like, I just didn't like the response to it. I felt like yeah. it was more so, like, y'all got whooped. We got whooped. Like, you shouldn't even be worried about the other stuff, man. If you if you didn't want it to happen, happen then you can stop it.
1: So we're victim blaming? Is that what we're doing now, Deontay? How so? Wow. It's a joke, man. It's just a, oh. joke. it's just a prank. It's just a prank. Oh, no, I'm about to say, uh, yeah,
0: man. I just, I didn't, I didn't like how how the Broncos responded to that, or at I least see, in the man.
1: the conference I, I, I remember when Aaron Rodgers and them came through and they thrashed us, pause. And I think it was Aaron Jones who ran by for a touchdown and was like, like waving as he was mm-hmm. walking into the end I zone. Remember. And then there was, you know, I was like, man, that sucks. Yep. And I've seen the interview, so I was curious how they were going to respond. And Byron Jones was like, well. You want to stop them from doing that? You got to keep them out the end exactly. zone. Exactly.
0: i and I'm like, the, I I totally agree. It with just, that.
1: It, it, but to me at that time, it was like man, it's like they ain't got no fight in them. You should be pissed off about it. But then again, it, logically, logically yeah. that makes sense. That's the answer to give. You know, especially if you want to make sure you're showing some mental toughness and awareness. Yeah. So just just want to get your thoughts about that. But I appreciate you for no. clearing that up and providing. Yeah, uh, man, context. man.
0: Hopefully we'll bounce back. Got the Steelers this week. Like our next three games are Steelers. Raiders and mm. Browns, so mm. like it does not get any easier. These are all uh, tough games.
1: Y'all got the calendar um, shit right?
0: Yeah, I think I think we're going to that game, bro. I
1: think I'm about to see what my schedule's like to see if I can. Maybe I have to <laughs> Act please. like
0: you ain't going to that game. <laughs> Turn it up, yes, yes. Turn yes, it up. Yes. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, it um, really is, bro. We haven't we haven't talked NBA in a while. Um man. Preseason games just started this week. Watched uh, a couple of former Baylor Bears hoop. My boy Jerry <laughs> Butler hooped and hooping for them uh, Utah Jazz last night. Dropped 22 on my Mavericks. So uh, yeah, I was <laughs> I was pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it day, it Davion Mitchell as well, playing well on both ends of the That's floor, locking up Paul George. That's yeah. a dog. I am excited a dog. to see him in action um, when this season starts. But uh, off the court, or kind of on and off the court. Uh, the, NBA had, <laughs> the NBA had announced uh, last week, Dane, that any player who elects not to comply with local vaccination mandates will not be paid for games that he misses. And I think mm. the NBA now is at like 96 percent vaccination That's rate. Real close. We had the issue with Andrew Wiggins, who Boy. said he was not getting vaccinated. Then he, he called <laughs> his,
1: uh, you know.
0: His account was like, bro. How much? How, how much, much? How much going?
1: can we do? What's the damage looking like? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. have to sell. This, the, we're gonna have to sell the house on the East Coast. Stop. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Send so he the made nurse. That. Send the nurse over, man. Let <laughs> 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 me make stop by CVS the, real quick. <laughs>
0: yeah, he made that financial decision, and uh, yeah. at least to say he got vaccinated. Uh, I felt like they wouldn't lie about that, yeah. just considering how bad that could get, bro. Um, but, but, uh. Kyrie, man, Kyrie is, you know, he's, he's decided difference. not to make that, that <laughs> choice. And, uh, yeah, he's scheduled to miss the first uh, preseason game for the Nets. I have the article right here. Bro, you know what do, something,
1: man? What if what the happens? Nets, let's say he ends up What if up they missing... win it all with him not playing? No, no, no. Well, oh. no, it's going the exact opposite. What if he misses, let's say, 25 games because they're, they're home. Now, I know there's not 25 home games, but for the sake of the start, what if he, he misses 25 games and they missed the playoffs by like two games?
0: Games was... he could have made a difference in. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not realistic, so... but still, like,
0: yes. I don't know. So this this is the article coming from Yahoo and uh, AP Nets say Irving ineligible to play in home preseason game because, you know, Brooklyn's in New York and they have the uh, they're one of the states with the vaccine mandates. um, As far as Mm. the arena goes, Mm -hmm. Uh, Brooklyn Nets listed Kyrie Irving as ineligible to play in their home exhibition game Friday. Another strong indication he has not met New York's vaccination requirement. Irving has not been with the Nets for any of their practice in New York, where professional athletes are required to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen to practice or play. Mm. The Nets are prevented by law from revealing whether he has been vaccinated. But I mean, it's obvious with he him sitting out that he is not. Um, I think KD has been quoted by saying he expects. Of course, I mean he's saying what he's supposed to say. He expects Getting a good
1: teammate. Covering right, his he expects bad.
0: Kyrie to. Uh, to show up, but um, if, if I'll put you in the in the GM shoes, Dan, if you're a GM, like what do you do with Kyrie, are you waiting all year for him to make a decision? Are you trying to trade him? I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know if Kyrie really. This is I not a slight it. on him.
1: I don't know if I mean, he really wants is. to hoop anymore. The man thinks the earth is flat. It is a slight. Yeah. So here's the thing. You are right to make a personal decision that may affect you. However, you also have to live with those consequences. Consequences being forfeiting at least half of your salary and, of course, leaving your team out to dry. Um, We know Kyrie. There's no there's no one on this earth that can predict Kyrie. He is a very I wouldn't say free spirited dude, but he is he's definitely out there and more proud of him for being who he is or whoever he wants to be. But it's there's going to be some tough decisions that need to be made because at the end of the day, last year was a lot different than this year, you know, with him taking his leave of absences and, you know, for personal reasons, that's one thing, but you're talking about forfeiting a lot of money.
0: 41 for this- games worth of money for the home games. And I'm sure like they're going to have away games in like California. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be even more games because California has that similar uh, requirement because of the situation we had with Wiggins. So, I mean, it'll be more than 41 if he sticks to this. I just think, like, you know, he missed games last year due to personal reasons and stuff like that. And, you know, he, he hasn't really been the media-friendly um, athlete Like he's probably been on way on the other end of the spectrum as far as being media friendly. And like, he might be in a space and, you know, we talk about mental health all the time where I'm not saying he's depressed or anything, but he might be in a, in a space mentally where he doesn't want to play. And I felt like we had this topic already where we kind of talked about, did he want to be a Hooper anymore um, or NBA player? And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't say he's like retiring now, but like, maybe in the next two or three years where we see Kyrie just decided to hang it up and, you know, go live on in Africa or something like doing mission trips or, you know, something like that. Like, um, but if, if, if I'm a GM, man, I'm, I mean, we're paying this guy like hella money. He's supposed to be part of our big three. I'm fielding calls to see who would take that risk. And if I'm on the other end, I, I don't know who would do that. Like considering, you know, the, the, rules that they have put in place for these NBA players now to where um, it's tough to be, you know, do what you want to do and play games. If uh, you're not, you're not vaccinated. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few days and stuff. But um, I'm also excited and I didn't put this in the notes, Dane. I'm excited for uh, the NBA inside the NBA crew coming back um, when the regular season starts because those dudes always have me laughing late nights, but I don't know if you really get to ke- check it out besides the clips.
1: I always get the, the highlights of it because it's just be so late, yeah. man. I'd be in the bed. No, facts. Like, yeah. it's so funny. Is it like, <laughs> and one day we need to get, to, I mean, obviously, one day we'll get to an episode. Where we get to talk about like our top five favorite moments from them dudes because they, they are certified clowns and it's always certified. something some over something small.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, I went I went on a YouTube wormhole. <laughs> you went down a
1: downhole or wormhole. Yeah. Just NBA. Uh
0: inside the NBA funniest moments. And the funny thing is, like it it's always Charles Barkley, something he's yep. saying. He was talking you about know, the San Antonio who, and, and the San Antonio <laughs> women. And then, the big, big yeah, and then he, Shaq, Shaq will just laugh for like a minute straight.
1: <laughs> and like that's funny. To, yeah,
0: he just laughs for like a minute straight, but um, it'll be exciting to see those guys back,
1: man. Shaq, Shaq, I'm gonna I'm throw one of these chicken wings at your fat ass, <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly, man, exactly.
1: And then, and then Kenny up there Instigating and stuff, and then Ernie yeah. just like, Ernie's like, <laughs> er- always, Ernie every always time. Because he he's the first person to get some of the little real, real inappropriate humor that Chuck be talking about. He be like, "Oh my gosh, really?" And everybody else yeah. is like waiting to catch on because they don't understand. And then after they finally get it, is especially when Shaq gets it. It's like it's like light bulb moment, like for real.
0: So Man, hold on, what you say, Chuck?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, what you say,
0: Chuck? What you say, Chuck? <laughs> you just go off that. Anyway,
1: oh my god, are you ready, brother? I'm ready. Look in my Jon Snow voice. I'm ready. Let's do it! What's
0: that sound? <laughs> Our sure. nerdy news segment brought to you by our guy Keith.
1: Shut up, Keith!
0: Yeah, I was waiting on that. My bad. <laughs> Out of brain fart. You good? You good, man? Season finale. Season finale of Marvel Studios. What if? Episode nine dropped this Wednesday on Disney Plus. All nine episodes are now out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be 10, but the uh, director said that one of the episodes had to get cut and therefore got moved to season two, which we don't know when that's coming out yet, but the finale did drop on Wednesday. Um, kind of a culmination of season one as far as the different stories kind of coming together through the multiverse. Um, so an episode, at the end of episode was that 8? Yeah, 8. Ultron, Uh, What if Ultron won? So we saw Ultron um, get the Infinity Stones and he basically found the Watcher and we talked about how him and Watcher was going at it. Watcher kind of had the hands, but Ultron was too much. Ultron was too much for him. So the Watcher at the end of episode eight going to Doctor Strange, the the Doctor Strange, the evil Doctor Strange that he had trapped in the prison, prism from uh, episode four. Needing his help. And so the plan they grab the different uh, heroes that we have met throughout the series Mm -hmm. Captain Carter, uh, Star Lord, T'Challa, got Killmonger from the Tony Stark uh, getting saved by Killmonger episode, where Mm -hmm. Killmonger eventually kills Tony, Um, grab Party Thor from the Party Thor episode, grab Black Widow from the uh, Hawkeye Black Widow episode. Is that the same one? Yeah,
1: there were so many different yeah. characters. There was a lot of- I- Widow, I feel like she was like in the most episode and like the most appearances. Yeah.
0: We got Widow in there. We got Gamora from I believe this Gamora was from the episode that was cut. Because you saw Gamora. It's a timeline where
1: they actually she defeat had Thanos. defeated
0: Yes. Because she has on his armor and the sword mm-hmm. Dilio. Um What did you kinda think, bro? Eventually, I mean the sequences in this episode were were phenomenal. I'll, I'll say that as far as it, it felt like I won't say in game like, but it felt like an, of the Avengers in a sense of animation. But you know what I'm saying? As far as them coming together at the end, they had the Avengers theme music. We had the team coming together, ragtag as far as, you know, coming from different areas of the multiverse, coming to defeat a threat, which they do. Um, it just kind of felt like to me. Um, what what I've been saying the past few days, Dane, about it connecting to our MCU, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like this is going that way. Which, for me, is fine. I mean, it's okay, but it's kind. Uh, go ahead, man. You disagree. You think you you see other things. But I, I'm not sure, man, because with the and I say that because the post credit scene. I was expecting more like live act. I think I tweeted. It. I was expecting more like of a live action twist where they get thrown into a multiverse where it's live action. Um, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about the finale and where it could lead.
1: Open up your imagination, my friend. OK, just because we, we were introduced to these characters in what? Live action. This is simply a better medium for the stories to be told, a cheaper medium for the stories to be told and a more expedited way for these stories to be told, because there are plenty of versions of our heroes that we haven't we haven't been able to. We are not fortunate enough yet to see them on the screen. Some of these versions of these heroes representing different universes are far superior than some of the stuff we've seen so far. There is way too much money to be left on the table for them not to explore, even if it's just small pieces of the stories being trickled into live action cinema. Way too. And my, my theory stands with sports and it stands with entertainment. It's all about the dollar. It's all about putting like Samuel L. Jackson once said, it's all about putting the butts in the seats. This getting this content into a live action film would get me in the theater. I haven't been to a theater since before COVID. This would get me into the theaters. Okay? My thoughts on this, and I disagree with you for three good reasons. One, I'm, glad,
0: I, I'm glad that you disagree. I feel like we yeah. agree too much Hell on yeah. stuff.
1: Hell yeah. Disagree- <laughs> no. no, four reasons. I disagree with you. One, because you're wrong. I disagree <laughs> with you, too, because Zola. If we can get Zola back, because the character is evil as he is, we never got to see the full extent of his evil evilness right 2. Killmonger Michael B. Jordan brings people to the theaters Michael B. Jordan is a very very talented up and coming actor eh he probably passed up and coming yeah and that's why I say eh that part and the fact great Mm -hmm. actor because I don't know if he's got the great part in it he's an actor visible actor he's a highly visible actor I give him that Good looking actor Three, yes, three. Pause. Ultron. <laughs> we didn't get a fraction. This Ultron. This was the one. Like this was the one. If that we should got, have
0: been this, the Ultron that we saw in our universe.
1: Are they regular about. The that's okay. I appreciate Age of Ultron and everything that it brought and everything that it set up. But this Ultron, that dude, that dude was on some other stuff. So those are my four reasons. One, you're wrong. Zola, Killmonger, and Ultron getting those characters to come back—that would this would be the perfect medium for that to happen. Um, did you hear that?
0: Langston going off back there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's trying to be on the pod. It's fine. I'm sorry, Langston.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, he ain't giving his mama hell, but uh, she deserves it. Oh, uh, just kidding. Love you, baby. So I said all that. Right, oh, five. Supreme Strange. Oh my, bleeping goodness! He was dope, bro. MVP. Like that's what that's that's a fact though. <laughs>
0: there were a couple of moments in the
1: Speedway, um, in two thousand six. That's who he. That's who he was.
0: There was a a certain shot. I can't remember what part of the episode, but like it was like a a prism. It looked like the multiverse. Like, you know, the little glass shattering thing. Well, it was like Strange's face, though. Like it was part demon. Part of his face was the demon strange. Mm -hmm. Part of it was the regular strange. Part of it was the tentacle Shuma like strange. Yeah. But but I'm saying like there was an actual like part of the shot Mm -hmm. where it was like all three of them at the same time on parts of his face.
1: Was this during the activation of the Soul Stone by Ultron?
0: It might have been. I can't. I can't remember okay. exactly. Okay. It might have been. I just said that was a cool shot that I was thinking of. But um, oh, I... Oh. go ahead.
1: I got this in my notes. I don't know if you've seen. Okay. It. Go back and watch it. This was, as we all know it, this was Chadwick Boseman's like final piece, final piece of movie that he was a part of, or show, right. or cinema that he was a part of. I don't know if anybody else caught it, but when they were cloaked in the spells by uh, Supreme Strange, at one particular sh- uh, one particular scene when they all got like thrown back and he got thrown into a wall, his spell was the Black Panther suit.
0: Oh, I missed that.
1: Which was super cool because we'd never not. This was him passing away was in God's design. That's just the way that it was supposed to go. But us getting us, him getting that send off like that was awesome.
0: Um, I think they probably put that in there, you know, on purpose too, not just as a,
1: a, of course, as an
0: Easter egg, because we know that character is Black Panther, but also like a final send off to Chad Chadwick and who he was and stuff. That's that's super cool. Man, I got to go back and watch that.
1: Please do that. And did you hear about? I mean, I had to get off subject. Did you hear about like the the spinoff that they had? I mean, before, you know, yes, he passed away, yes, I had no idea. And right,
0: so, bro. yeah, they like, have, the director came been. out and said that the yeah, Chadwick, uh, excuse me, the tar- uh, T'Challa Star Lord, they were mm-hmm. planning to have a Disney Plus series spinoff, spin-off him the of, of that character stuff. with chadwick boseman and um man that's that's tough to hear and definitely like thinking about all the possibilities where um where that could have been now what you were saying would you disagreeing with me so you're saying at are you saying that at any point in our future do you see this becoming live
1: action where these characters are in live action? Here here's the thing this is what I'm getting at. We have no idea no no uh, context of time. We don't know how long this war, this fight was going on. We don't know how long Ultron was, you know, harassing these different multiverse, multiverses, right? Multiverses. <laughs> or multi, multiverse. multivide.
0: <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> they Multivari- would call
1: it. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. English by English people help a brother out. But we don't know yeah. how what the time frame was for this. So who's to say we don't get flashbacks or we don't get like films that are set before this particular season ended. You know what I'm saying? So -hmm. we can get 45 minute shorts on Google, Google plus Disney plus. There could be different pieces and movies like intros, you know, sometimes in Marvel intros is completely separate or it's completely, uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The context in the background for us, that first five to ten minutes of some Marvel movies is yeah. telling like a, a story or something like that. Something yeah. that happened a long time and ago. This could be the case for that.
0: Yeah, and I think they had already came out and said like the season two will have characters from like phase three and phase four. I think so they had mentioned for sure Shang-Chi was going to be a character in season two so that I could kind of see that. I think um one, one thing that I like kind of came to my head was like Maybe. And this is just an idea that they probably or could make this to where what if is like its own little thing, kind of like how they did with the comic book. What ifs like this really doesn't have like it's just for enjoyment, not to say that the other stuff is not for enjoyment, but it's like a spinoff of our timeline. Go ahead.
1: Here's my final nail in the coffin of your theory that this won't trickle into the live action. How are you gonna how are we gonna get mutants, Deontay? How are they gonna explain multiverse? Mutants? How are we gonna bring the multiverse into this, Deontay? How? It's yeah, already man. breaking. It's already breaking. So you're saying it's in the live action world, it's already breaking, but this has no type of effect onto it? Is this what you're gonna sit up here and um, tell me? I.
0: I, I will say it does. I was waiting. I th- I guess I was just waiting for that. There it is moment. I, I felt like I didn't get the the where like there it is. Okay, that not confirms, but that is a clue for me that I see this going into our live action one.
1: Like we know it's like, gonna happen, uh, but we just don't yeah. know. How they're gonna do it, which I think is gonna it's gonna to have to blow me away. Pause. Right. Like
0: cause like if if you and listeners, you can go back and listen to what I was saying about this series the entire time. Like every time we had a episode breakdown or whatever, I was always waiting for that. All right, how are they gonna tie this in? That tie-in. I feel like I never got that tie-in. That's not a bad thing. Right. Like you said, it could be down the line. I was just waiting for that that okay, there it is, right there. You know what I'm saying?
1: And again. This brings me back to the question I had last podcast. He who remains—what the hell was he doing this entire? Like, is he like watching, yeah. allowing this to happen, or are there other timelines where he like, oh, I'm shutting this shit down because I don't it's, like because because his his technology is far more advanced than anything Ultron is capable of. Yeah, and, and based on the con, based on the content of the the comic books. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what you what you doing, bruh? With like, he's yeah. just sitting back watching this whole thing. Like, I. I don't
0: know. There's so many, it's still a lot of questions for sure. And I, I like how the MCU and Kevin Feige and those guys always leave more questions than answers. Um, bro. So we've got four shows from Disney plus thus far with mm-hmm. WandaVision, Loki, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And now what if, if you were to rank them one through four, how, how would you rank those? I, I got yeah. mine ready. So I'll give you, I'll give you a little bit of time.
1: I, agree, I, I, have, I can go. Go ahead,
0: man. I, I can go. I got I got Loki one. And Same. I have Loki one okay. because it was crazy. I, Loki was one of my lowest rated shows going before we saw any of it. I told you, I told you not to
1: sleep on it. Yes, I you did. I told you not to sleep did. on it. I told you, you not to sleep on it. But
0: the way not only did it like captivate. And and Tom Hiddleston for sure incredible acting. I never doubted his acting, but uh-huh. he made me love Loki like as much as we Wait, know Loki in the MCU. Well, I mean, I so enjoyed him as a character. I have
1: with some of you brothers, you <laughs> feeble minded brothers. What I told you <laughs> years ago about this, years ago, I said, Deontay, do not sleep on Loki, do not yeah. sleep on Loki, and what did it do? It's set in motion what we're about to enjoy for the next ten to fifteen years, Deontay. True, true. My bad. Go ahead. I, I, more you reasons
0: bet. to like Loki. Um, we saw a lot of crazy. It was like one of the craziest shows. It was more on the edge of our seat than the than the other two. I'm not counting what if, but had me more mm. on the edge of the seat. The, the reveal of. Uh, jonathan majors i felt like took it over the top for sure because there are rumors of um i mean he's not necessarily king but he is um iteration you know we know he's that big bad that's coming and to see him in the show was like okay y'all really going there but um i think loki was spectacular visually very captivating and um I know I just enjoyed it so much, man. I got I got Loki one, and I'll go through the rest of them really quick. I I thought about this one for a while. I got WandaVision two, and this is why I got WandaVision two because it was the first. I, I do, I do. i tell you why. WandaVision it was the first show on Disney Plus one for for one, but I think. And I feel like a lot of people won't agree with me until we get to the end of uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Doctor Strange's Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. I think what we saw in the show as far as what she became, the actual Scarlet Witch, I'm basing it on um, Scarlet Witch's character. Um, because I think she is going to play a major part in these next few movies, and so Absolutely. I'm like, what do, "What do you call you put in like like in the stocks? You like okay, I'm predicting this is gonna captivate or blow off the rest of these next so few movies that we got coming out.
1: In terms of earning potential, not because of on face value what it what it did for us so far.
0: And, and think about it, bro. Another part of that show every week, every week it was like. On social media and I, I, I think it was Because it was the first show for sure But I think every week it was always Like a thing where What was going to happen next Like it was a no matter what we Thought about the episode as far as It captivated social media I think in my opinion because It was always these theories about Who or what was going to happen Even though it might have been of a letdown towards the end I'm Thank you. that hype That's I'm, I'm going off get the
1: get hype some- Ooh.
0: Going off the hype
1: uh, Brave review
0: got, I got Falcon and the Winter Soldier Third mm-hmm. uh, I was expecting more with Falcon and the Winter Soldier I don't know what it was missing um, I know It got affected a lot by COVID And mm-hmm. a lot of stuff got cut A lot of stuff was missing from the show I don't know what was missing I enjoyed it, I enjoyed the themes of the show I felt like I don't want to say rush, though. I don't know what the right word is. I think three is a good spot for it, though, because um, I'm, I'm still banking it on what the hardcore themes about dealing with issues that we have in our world today, which mm-hmm. I felt was the very strong point of the series. And I got what if last. Sorry, I went I went very long on that. Yeah, you
1: did, but it's OK. Um, so we had two similarities in our list and our rankings for one. And number one for me has always been Loki, even before it came out. Just because I knew it was going to be some prime time mess in there, and, and that's what it, it was, did, beautiful mess. It did not disappoint. And two things made it great: Tom Hiddleston and the fact that it set up what we're going to what we're going to be enjoying for the next ten to fifteen years. I can guarantee. I can guarantee I will. And there's a season two coming. Two hundred dollars on it that it's going to set up so much. Number two. I have I have What If in number two. Uh, I am a visual guy. I love cartoons. Um, So for me, that was just reliving. I didn't have to go to my grandma's house on a Saturday to catch up on all the cartoons that I missed from Monday to Friday because we didn't have cable. So maybe most of it to me right now is just the, the child in me just being able to enjoy a lot of the stuff that I saw or have been seeing, you know, since you know to the present. Number three, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, it has nothing to do with it in terms of quality. It just it was for me. It was below. What if? And that's just mm-hmm. what it is. And number four, coming in dead last. If I could put it at five, I would. WandaVision. Number number four is WandaVision. Just and the reason the I old-
0: had WandaVision two was off the potential of what I think. It started. If oh, that look, makes brother, sense. we got
1: your 10 minute spill about how <laughs> much you love WandaVision. Right, Alright, my bad. You my bad, it. Yana. Let me look, let me get to the rest of my 45 seconds that I've afforded myself. Pause. Uh WandaVision. They, oh, they saturated in a mug with cliffhangers. Like that was the selling point. None of the other shows that we had, we didn't they they didn't operate based off of that. And for the level of characters or for the quality of characters that WandaVision had access to, I feel like it underperformed in my opinion. I'm not going to, yeah, it's, it has nothing to do with the the, the, the acting of, of our two leads because they're both phenomenal actors and nothing to do with the actual characters themselves but these are two, well, yes these are two of the most powerful characters that we've seen so far and it just, it didn't live up and maybe this is because I had unreasonable expectations of what it could be because of the unknown with it Yeah we didn't
0: get Yeah we didn't get Into the action of that To the like Last three episodes Of probably yeah. what we thought It was gonna be From the jump I, I see what you're saying
1: But it was different And I appreciate it For being different And for that It of course yeah. lands In the number five spot Four? Five Well it's five, what five. Four? That's what I'm saying It was so bad It was. It's not four It's oh, five.
0: dang Okay I got you yeah, And opinion. the next Disney Plus show Is Hawkeye Coming in November So that'd be cool To see Um what what that show does and then of course we got Eternals the next semi- cinematic movie coming out for MCU November 5th.
1: And that, you said that's new footage? I missed that. I definitely missed there that. There was
0: a quick little trailer. I kind of I took it out of our nose because it wasn't uh-huh. too much new footage. So, um it was just a little hype hype hype, hype beast. Okay, and we got that yeah. next month, right? Yeah, yeah, man. November 5th, bro. Right around the corner. About to see Paperboy go,
1: oh Paperboy, Paperboy. And, uh, some money. Yeah.
0: That leads, yes, and that leads me. I I set that up perfectly, Dane. Because oh. as we close, we got a we got a cool little topic that you added in here, man. I think it's pretty cool. Uh non-comic book related show we look forward to returning. Oh. And I mentioned Paperboy because this past week I rewatched the first two seasons of Atlanta. Mm. And I don't know what made me want to do it. I I don't know, but... It's gold, that bro. Great, it great television, man. Gold. And when I watched the first season, um, I was like, bro, this came out in 2016. The first yeah, was, season of Atlanta yeah, it came it out was, in 2016. I wasn't even talking it's, to, it's Car- like, dating Karina at that time. Man. Which is crazy to think about. Uh, but yeah, first season was 2016. Season two was 2018. Season three is coming out. It said the beginning of 2022, COVID, so hopefully COVID that's happened. true. That's the yeah, yeah. Happened. Covid set it back, of course. Um, if you have not watched Atlanta, that's Donald Glover's show on FX. That's, it that's Gambino is. To you. Yes, Mister Mister Charles Gambino. Mister Bino to you, sir. <laughs> Mister Bino, it's uh, it's definitely one of my favorite shows, man. Only 30 minute episodes on FX, but if you want to laugh and also learn things. It's a great show. There's so many um, hidden clues but also so many things that it kind of not mirrors but talks about what's wrong with the world today yeah, and during that time and stuff. It's, 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 thank you. Thank you. That's the that's the perfect term to describe Got it. You, my boy. That's, um,
1: why we,
0: that's why we do this, man. <laughs> that's why we the duo. But um, when, when you put that topic in there, bro, that's the first one that came to mind. It just so happened I had to uh, I I caught, the show is so good, y'all. I caught up on two seasons in like a week. Like they're really, really easy to uh to watch in a short setting. So, uh, I'm a, I'm gonna roll with it, and I can't wait for it to come back in 2022.
1: Okay. I'm a brief comment on that. That show was amazing for two reasons. One, when it premiered or when it's on TV, like the new episodes come on, hop on Twitter and watch it at yeah. the same time because the content is the content. The people that. Find some of the smallest details, and a lot of the allegories that exist in the episodes are are pretty amazing. Yeah. Um,
0: my favorite episode before you go. On, my favorite episode just, from the two seasons. One, I'm gonna name two off top. Mm-hmm. One is Bibby Barbershop when, oh, <laughs> when oh you went gosh, to the barbershop. <laughs> so, ba- yeah, basically, if y'all haven't watched it, is is I'm gonna just uh, synopsis is. You know, in the in the the black community, can definitely uh, understand and appreciate this episode. But it's talking mm. about when you go to the barbershop and the barber is literally taking forever to finish your hair, doing all this other extra stuff, and Bibby just happens to be a character, and that's the barber. He happens to be a character who's also a hustler, so this man got, like, 30 (laughs) different side jobs. 18
1: LLCs in his month. Yeah,
0: man, but, yeah, Bibby, I think that was my favorite episode, followed by um, Alligator Man, which was Cat Williams. Oh, Um, That was also in season two, and he won an Emmy for that, correct?
1: Yeah, he he was... Cat was in his bag. A lot of people know him for his comedy, but he yeah. that was a, yes. a really good role. Like, yeah, Cat was in his yep. bag. Um, okay, good. Good. So for me, I had too many to choose from, man. It was hard for me to narrow it down. Um, we, the Beasley household, we have taking... Uh, I watch so much
0: TV. You be putting we, me we, on
1: game. We do, man. We we watch a lot just because we, I mean, for the longest it was just us two, but now we got it, so we take pride in watching TV after he sleeps, which he's not. Probably can hear him in the background. Um, but the trio. Yeah, the trio. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably have to say Ozark. I cannot Ooh. wait for Ozark to come back. Wow, that's um, a good pick, bro. Ozark is a phenomenal show about <laughs> money laundering, uh, a family, a small family. Uh, the, the dad, of course, is an accountant. And they have been secretly he has been secretly laundering money for one of the biggest drug cartels uh, out of Mexico mm-hmm. and stuff hits the fan real quick. And they have to make some very hard and tough decisions. And it takes us on a hell of a journey. The writing is phenomenal. I agree. Uh, Jason is that Bateman, coming back 2022 as well? I believe it's 2022. They, they, they hold us a little bit, but it's because of COVID. So. Um, this is their final season, too, if I'm not mistaken. But Jason Bateman is... He... Right? I think he wrote some of them. He definitely has directed a number of them. But he is a phenomenal... Yeah. And this
0: is the final season
1: coming up. Yeah, this is the final yeah. season, if I'm not mistaken. But if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, uh, bum off somebody's account. If you, don't, you can't bum off somebody's account, um, shoot me a DM and I'll tell you exactly how you can watch it for the free 99. But it's an amazing mm-hmm. show. Um, uh, it's very well put together. It makes you think a lot, and it's, uh, it's gonna, it's, it'll keep you on the edge of your seat, so yeah. that's my show. And I don't have a particular favorite episode, but a favorite character, uh, definitely is, uh, uh, Marty Burns. Marty Burns is the main character, Jason Bateman's character, so he's Easily. hella awkward, mm-hmm. but witty and smart. He is smart as hell. So, Check it out on Netflix if you get a chance. It's called Ozark, and I think there's three seasons right now. Three? Yeah. But get, your, uh, get your popcorn ready.
0: That's, that's a good pick. Uh, Atlanta and Ozark. Um, I know the hype around right now is, is Netflix Squid Game that's breaking all these streaming records. I'm going to give it another shot. Um, I watched the first two episodes, and I could not get into Ooh. it. Did you try it yet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, you almost put me to sleep talking about that buzz. No, I've started. No, I've tried okay. it, but I I try to look at people going to
0: listen to this and and tell us
1: what? Oh, you I, I'm give am a stupid. I'm going like
0: hey, to give it another shot. I'm going to give it one more shot. You could we, uh, and and there's a debate, there's a lot of debate going on because it, you know, it's a, a Korean, I believe Korean show. Um mm, and you so wanna put your money, on you that, could, man. No, I don't. and i do not doing. I apologize every time. Is it but you could dub possibly? it in English. You could dub it in English, and that that's easiest for me to um to watch it. Um, so I'm gonna give it another shot and 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 see what it does. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you gonna try to? Yeah, I'll try. I got so many shows. I'm in the middle of. I'm on. We in Goliath, Sex Education, on my block just came back on Netflix. I just started Yellowstone before we recorded, so I'm. I have to give it a minute. Yeah. So I dibble and dabble in a lot of shows. I'm trying to
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. dib and dab. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: What is that? What's- yeah, episode 63 in the books. Dane. Uh listeners and viewers, we appreciate you once again tuning in to the duo sports and stuff podcast. Remember you can give us a five-star rating and review on Apple. Check us out on Spotify, all the streaming products, YouTube. All of that good stuff. Once again, Deontay Epps, Dane Beasley signing out on the duo.
1: We out.